When one of my clients calls me and they want to make changes to their offering, something that's already taken place and there's already been investors in there, they've already contributed money, there's one thing that's going on in my head as front and center that I'm always analyzing. It's not necessarily something I'm always talking with my clients about if it's not necessary, but it's always the first thing I'm checking in my head to see if there's an issue. Let's talk about what that is. So what is that one thing? That one thing is dilution. Dilution is a bad, bad word when it comes to private equity or syndications or private equity funds or whatever it is that we're doing in the investment world. Dilution is deadly. And dilution not only is bad for investors, but it's also very bad for you as a fund manager or a syndicator. It's bad because it's bad for investors, because investors start to lose faith almost instantly as soon as they see it happening. Now, it may be subtle sometimes, and it may not really be pre uh, aware that it's even happening at all, but ultimately somebody's gonna pick up that there's been a dilution, and then there's gonna be phone calls happening, and they're not gonna be happy phone calls when you don't have the answer there. So that's why the dilution problem is always front for and foremost in my mind with any time we're changing anything because I don't want to have to get the phone call of, well, why didn't you tell me that that happened? And obviously I want my, invest my syndicators to be extremely successful and preventing dilution or if a dilution is going to be happening, making sure everybody knows this is why it's happening. This is the whole point of it it's an okay thing because of this, because that happens sometimes too. So let's talk about exactly what it is and how it happens. Here is a simple whiteboard of, uh, that describes what it happens. So let's say all of your investors are here. All right, you've got a whole slew of people and they've all put into your investment to buy, let's use a piece of property uh, as an example. So they've bought into this property and I'm gonna tell you the, the way this comes about more often than not. So it, you've, they've bought into this property. Now the years go by, it's year one, year two, year three, and suddenly in year four, there is a big, big problem. There is this property that you still have. And let's say that there is for just, there's a hundred units, right? Uh, that are that are being divided. So 100% of the property is being divided amongst the investors. There is a big problem. This property is under, um, has some regulatory issues and now suddenly it needs $2 million put into it. You have a choice. You can do a capital call and call up those previous investors and say, hey investors, I need $2 million or we're in big trouble. Or, hey, you need $2 million. You worked really well raising that money before. Let's get 
a few people together here. Actually, let's use a different color. Let's get a few people here to give us $2 million. And when it comes to that percentage, we're gonna make it so that these people now have 20% and the blue people now have 80%. So you see how we went from 100% down to 80%. That's why we use the word dilution because it's suddenly diluted. Their value of their property is now gone. That's the problem and that's how it comes about. Now, there are times where dilution is a good thing. Maybe it's something like, hey, look, we actually need this $2 million uh, because we're going to realize a gain of 400% if we raise that additional $2 million. If we don't do it, it's gonna be worth 100% of what its original value is. That's a good reason to say, hey, look, we're gonna dilute, but the reason we're diluting here is by bringing in $2 million and you investors can bring it in too. So it also can be from you as part of a capital call. You could also bring in that value. So if, if my current investors only bring 1 million, I can bring in 1 million from the outside world. But the reason is because we're gonna have this huge gain, everybody's happy. If it's communicated that way and that's the truth, then you're not going to have the same angry phone calls. Um, but this is how dilution happens. So how do we work around it? Well, you can work around it a few ways. You could say to your, your people, hey, look, we've got this thing, we could do a capital call. Um, the most common way to deal with this exact situation that we have here is to say, okay, they're gonna take $2 million. We're gonna, we need that $2 million to be raised, but we're gonna do it as debt. Uh, we can't do it any other way. And so we're going to raise it as just pure debt. And then we're going to pay that back at, at some rate. That way then 100% of the equity is still owned by the blue people. There's no dilution uh, and we go our way. That's dilution and how it happens. So you can see why whenever there's a change, that's the immediate thing that I'm thinking about. Is there dilution here? How do I prevent it? How do I work around it if there is a dilution? So let's go through the key takeaways from this topic of dilution. Number one. Equity dilution, because that's what we're really talking about, is equity diluting. It happens when the company or the syndication or whatever issues new units, reducing the ownership stake of the existing investors and value of their units. It, this process is, is only used for raising that additional capital, but if it's not done right or explained to them right, your investors are going to be furious and calling you on the phone. Number two, the stake value can decrease due to a lot of different factors, including performance, financial health, market conditions. Understanding how those external factors is Im, uh, it impacts it, it's important in order to manage the investment effectively and make sure that those dilutions aren't happening.
Number three, the share dilution can impact your existing shareholders by reducing their overall rewards so that the distributions that they're entitled to, their percentage of equity. Therefore, it's crucial that you understand exactly how they're structured, what that percentage of ownership is, and be prepared if there is going to be a change in that percentage of ownership that you get in front of it and explain it well. Lastly, navigating this share dilution issue uh, requires an understanding not only of the impact of the equity dis uh, dilution, but also balancing the desire to basically have your assets grow in a way that gives a positive thing, like in that example where the, with the 400%, and making sure that it's communicated in a very clear way to your investors and listen to what their opinions are because Boy, if there is a perceived uh, dilution problem, emphasis on problem, you've got a big problem, and that's just the kind of thing you don't want at the end of the day. My name is Tilda Muschietti. I am a syndication attorney for the Muschietti Syndication Law Group. If we can help you with your Regulation D offering under Rule 506B and 506C, we'd be happy to talk with you and talk about what you're working on. Ultimately, we want all of our syndicators and fund managers to be as successful as possible to help them grow from where they're at today to whatever it is, whether it's a billion dollar hedge fund like we've done for other clients, or whether it's just you want to do multiple deals for friends and family, we'd be happy to be part of your journey and can definitely show you the way. Give us a call or look at our website and sign up for a consultation and let's see if I can help you.